Blog Talk Radio.
Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to the show. Let's talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful day? Y'all know what, man, I tell you. It has been a very, very hard last two weeks trying to get a show together. Seems like every time I do a show, something go wrong. I don't know what it is, but we're going to get around it anyway. You know? You know what I mean? I hope you do. All right. Let's see here. I have, uh, well, I just played the song of the day, so we can't hear the song today. Um, so now, we got a quote of the day for you. And, of course, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, because we have so much to talk about today, and I want to make sure that each and every one of you can participate. Because I want to hear what you have to say on some of these things, all right? The first way is call me. All you got to do is call me, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget, the chat room is always open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? So, with all that being said, uh, I want to say welcome to the show, guest 899, guest 900, Tahaka, what's going on, my brother? I missed you when I was in Jacksonville. I got to catch you next time I come in. Thank you for stopping by. Oh, my, let's see, on the switchboard, of course, we got 504. I know who that is. All right, welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> yeah, I see you lying in wait. I got you. I got you. All right, so before we go any further, though, let me go ahead and get the one and only. Man, I tell you, I'm glad this woman here is my co-host because she be bringing stuff out of me I didn't even know I had in me. And you know what? It's always a great thing. So let me, everybody, welcome the one and the only P. Ross in the house. Hey, P. Ross, what's going on? How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How you doing today? It's been a long time, man. We ain't been on the air in in a in a minute. It feels good to be back, though. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does, man. I tell you, this is like whoo, like you've been oh, missing yeah. out, oh, yeah. man. Oh, you've been yeah. missing family or something, you know? Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, you ready? You ready to get this ball rolling here? Because we have a lot to talk about. You know, we of course, me, we talk, talk about, about so many things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. First, we want to say um, we send our prayers and um, to the city of Houston. You know, they just went through the hurricane and Corpus Christi and and, and all those individuals down there in Texas. You know, yeah, I'm in Texas too, but they're a little further down south than I am. But I, you know. I got to say, you know, we send our prayers and thoughts with them, you know, as they go through whatever they're going through. Now, I did that part. Now, let me do this part. What the heck is going on with y'all, Houston? What is going on? When y'all have normal rain flood, well, rainfall, it floods, okay? So, if you knew a hurricane was may just come that way, just rain, why weren't you prepared for it? I'm sorry, I just have to get that out there. Why weren't you prepared? It's really dumb, and it's really sad that so many people are about to lose their property, mementos. Some of them even lost their lives, relatives, whatever, because a city failed to properly prepare. You know, we used to have a saying in the military, you know, the three Ps. 
you know, three P's. But 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 it's it's sad. It's it's a shame, you know. And you know now, you know, it looks like we go go through this, you know, every so many years, you know. Let's, let's start with Katrina, okay? We went with this with Katrina, you know. And let's be honest, they still haven't recovered at all, you know. Now mm-hmm. fast forward here, almost what 12, 12 years later, and we got Houston going through it. What is really going on? Is this really? Is, is this really? Um, 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 um. How can I put it? Nature. Is it really nature or is it man? You know, because once you start looking at the dates, the dates will freak, will freak you out, man. I tell you, <laughs> the dates are, will freak you out as far as, uh, you know, when these when these so-called big storms hit. Now, check this out, Katrina, all right, August 25th, August 29th, okay? That's when Katrina hit land. All right, I know y'all don't remember Gustav, September 2008. Okay, September the 1st. Remember, September the 1st, okay? Then you had Isaac, August 29th, 2012, all right? And, of course, we know we just went through Harvey, right? October 25th, went out, came back on land, August 25th, August 29th, 2017, all right? Those are the four biggest storms that have come and actually done some real damage. Is it just me, or has anyone noticed that those dates are seen? Is this a coincidence? Really? 2005, 2008, 2012, 2016. You know? Between Katrina, Gustav, that's three years, right? Then between Gustav and Isaac, that's four years. Now between Isaac and Harvey, that's five years. Oh, my goodness. Is something going on here? You can't tell me nature is that perfect. <laughs> you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that, y'all. You know, a lot of people say, "Yeah, that's just a coincidence." No, 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 no. You can't. You can't make me believe that. Something in the water ain't right. Something in the water ain't right. And I'm sure if we dig far enough, we'll find where the stink coming from. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But anyway. P. Ross, what you got to say before we get to the call of the day? So I'm getting ahead of myself now. I just had to throw that out there. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, you, you look at these dates and you look at these storms and you look at the lives laws and you look at the lives that weren't even accounted for in, in Katrina because of the floods. And you know it's going to be the same way in Houston, you know. It's probably bodies still out there in the water floating around. The people ain't even went and tried to look for people. I do believe that, you know, some people, they just left. Because me, my own personal theory, you know, and they always say, you know, I tend to be a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just going to put it out there. Is this a way to decrease the surplus population? I mean, come on now. Is this a type of genocide? If we look at the areas that were hit the worst, what, what type of people are there? Now, these are the questions that we have to look at, you know, and we ask, okay, who's there? Mostly the poor people mostly black people. So, hey, what's really going on? Is this on purpose? Is man manipulating the mm. weather system? Come on now. Let's mm. look at it and question it and, and, and really say what's really going on. You know, we always want to say, well, it's just God. Okay, why then? Okay, if it's just God and, 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 it's, and it's for the sins of America, so to speak, then why is it such a centralized area? 
each and every time. You know, I'm just saying. I just want to know. You know what? Uh, we we on the same sheet of music right there because it is something fishy about that. It, you know, it is something fishy about that. When you look at it, when you look at it, you know. I mean, yeah. the Bible says the Bible says God has no respect the person, but these storms seem to have respect the person. I'm just saying. Research on that and really find out what's really going on because hey, all of them in August, all of them in August, around the 25th or the 29th, you know, exactly. September 1st, that's still in that same area. No, it's nothing that, 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 no, no. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and they and they are hitting what they are hitting some of the most proper, the you know, the the, the most. Populated areas for yes. yeah <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 funky man it really is it's funky all right I see somebody got their hand up so I see you nine oh four I get to you in a minute because we got to, we got to get going to get our um, quarter of the day in real fast and I done started moving fast see you get kind of rusty when you're not on the air in a while but we finna hit that um we get to get the quarter of the day going here all right so. Hey, I forgot to play my music. Okay, here's the quote of the day. As soon as I get it to play right, you know, I, this thing. All right. All right. <laughs> I just like that sound. I don't know. All right, here's the quote of the day coming from Houston Smith. <clears throat> Excuse me. We all carry it within us. Supreme strength, the fullness of wisdom, unquenchable joy. It is never thwarted and cannot be destroyed. Houston Smith, Huston, Houston Huston, H-U-S-T-O-N, Smith. And that was your quote of the day. Now, y'all know I give y'all this part, but my co-host got to give you the other part, man, you know, to tie this all in to the religious side of the house. So go ahead, co-host, get your your read on. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Huh? Oh, uh, slipping, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Cause you know, you know, my internet acting crazy. Everything moving slow, so I get you after. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So we. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's what it's saying, man. We all have that inner strength, huh? <coughs> we we all have that inner strength. That cannot be destroyed. Okay, we we have it within us. You know, yes. Yeah, sometimes things get hard and look like we just ain't gonna make it, or we, you know, and you want to stop and, and and no, we 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 are built to survive. We have this. It's unquenchable. You can't take it away from nobody. They have to give it to you. Okay. So, in other words, what I'm saying is, never let nobody rain on your parade. Okay. Don't do that because you have it. You you have the power. You have the strength to survive. You do. Because you were built that way. You were built that way, okay? So, other than that, man, hey, I'm just saying, all right? Something to think on. Something to think on. 
All right, so since we was talking about the um, Houston and the flood, and I got a hand up here real, real fast, before we get on to this other stuff I want to talk about today, let me go on and bring them in. And um, I know, I know, I think I got an idea who this is, but we're going to talk to anyway. All right, Eric Code 904, welcome to the show. Who do I have on the line with me? This is to Hawker. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine, my brother. How are you? I'm just fine, Mr. Talk. I was uh, listening <laughs> to the broadcast. Uh, I just posted a, uh article this morning about the uh, Houston thing. And uh, mm-hmm. the way I see it is um, we've been engaged in some very, very deep research involving natural and man-made disasters versus the current system that all of us are attempting to live under. And what we are finding is quite disturbing, and you all might want to take a look at that. In any situation that strikes any area uh, inside the United States, you might want to consider looking at the uh, population ratio between people classified as white versus people classified as non-white. And you will uh, see some stuff that's matching across the board. Now, Mm -hmm. if we uh, look at the records and try to find if there's anybody out there that has provided us some concrete information uh, that we can uh, read, uh, take advantage of to actually do something about this, I have to give some recommendations. And the books that I Mm -hmm. want to recommend is uh, a book written by um, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing called The ISIS Papers, and uh, the books by uh, Mr. Neely Fuller, Jr., The Compensatory Code Concept. Once we Mm -hmm. understand what racism is, how it works, and what it's designed to do, everything else we do understand. If we don't understand that, everything else we do understand will only confuse us. So that will stop us from uh, insanity. If you look at the definition of insanity, which means doing the same wrong thing over and over and over again, looking for a different result, we can stop being insane when we really look at the lion in the face and stop calling him a rabbit. That way we can get down to Mm. business of solving the problem. We have to define Mm -hmm. the word justice. Justice is defined as guaranteeing that nobody on this planet is mistreated. And it also guarantees that the individuals that need the most help get the most help. So when you stand and look at a building calling itself a courthouse with the word justice on it, you got to say, wait a minute, something is wrong. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to deal with the system itself if we hope to survive. This thing is global, and it is a religion, and it just happened to be the most powerful religion on earth. That's all I wanted to add. Okay. All right. You know what? And that makes sense. You know, I've heard of the ISIS papers. 
You know, but this other one, compensatory concept, is that that's a book also? Yeah, that is the uh teacher to the lady Francis Chris Wilson that wrote the ISIS papers. Neely Fuller okay. uh is her teacher. He wrote the compensatory guide. And what that is, mm-hmm. it is a workbook. It is not something for you to just read. It's something for you to understand and do something about the problem. Hmm. Okay. All right. I, I can understand that. I, I can get with that. All right. Uh, P. Ross, you got anything you want to add or ask? Yeah, I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to look that, that guy up on lab right now see what it's about. We definitely gonna have to research that. I haven't I haven't heard of that. Now I heard of the ISIS paper, but I haven't heard of the document that he talks about. Just type in the just yeah. just type in the uh Google or YouTube Neely Fuller Junior. N E E L Y F U L L E R Junior. That's all you gotta do. Okay, brother. Okay. I'll continue. All right. Yes sir. Thank you, Mr Tanaka. Hope you still hang around with us. All right. Right. Um. Hey, man, I tell you, that that's some good stuff right there. That's some good stuff, you know. So, we got some research to do. We, we always say research is fun, man. You, you have to do your research, oh, yeah. research, so make sure you oh, go yeah. ahead and research that if, you know, because I know I have some very intelligent, you know, callers and listeners, so I know they'll be on it. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Um, Moving right along. Our favorite sheriff, the one that for some reason, you know, just doesn't like uh, anything that has that goes against uh 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 oh that goes against anything that's for black people. He don't like black people, okay? He 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 thinks he's Mr. Sheriff, Mr. Police of the Year every year and you know, anytime something goes on that 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 deals with the ethnicity of uh, you know uh, between you know whatever people there is he's always on the other side okay you know what I tried to say that so politically correct let me go on and put it out there this man don't, don't like black people he think he white and he think he sits up there in his little cowboy hat Sheriff David Clark that's what I'm talking about y'all don't see them on there you know that's the one. That's always got something negative saying that anything that has to do with black folk, okay? Well, That's right. he finally he finally resigned as the sheriff of Milwaukee County. Now, his county had the highest ratio of incarceration of people of color in the whole United States. That is just crazy. You know, that is just crazy. But that is what has happened. Now, let me go on to say this. It's a good thing he's finally out of office. But, but, here's something else that I thought about. Why all of a sudden he's retiring now? Or, I mean, resigning. Why? You know, and it makes you think, what else is going on? Is he about to get one of those positions in the Trump cabinet that nobody else wants to deal to have? So, and is that what's going on? And if they're going to slide him in, you know, to reward him for, for uh, uh, bucking against his own kind? That's what's about to happen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been sheriff since 2002. Now, all of a sudden, he's 
Oh, and it's in, and he is considering a potential move out of the Milwaukee area. Huh. Doesn't that sound suspicious? Yeah, that one makes you wonder. Yeah, that makes you wonder a whole what, what, lot. What's, what's your next career move? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something different. Um, look, according especially to a person close to Clark, of, especially in light of everybody that's been walking out on Trump, so you know he needs some dedicated folks. <laughs> some very dedicated folks. You're right. Um, the article went on to say, according to a person close to Clark, he is likely to join an outside group that supports the president's agenda. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> An announcement is likely as early as next week. Boy, Imagine that. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I have to tell you the other side, something else. It said a second person familiar with the matter said that Clark was not expected to join the Trump administration. Now, <laughs> if you weren't, you, you, you know, weren't going to join him, why did that even have to be said? You know what I mean? That's a, <laughs> yeah, why did that even have to be said? You know, that just puts more suspicion, suspicion on, on what's really going on. Definitely, especially a a a, a doodle doo like him, you know, and he all of a sudden gets up and and wants to to, to get out of office. I mean, just resign? No, dog, you got to come better than that. We ain't buying that. <laughs> We're not buying that, not at all. But we shall see. Like we always say, we shall see what's really going on. All right, we got some hands up. Are you are are you ready, co-host? We we gonna yeah. take some calls here real quick. Um, you know, we got a whole a whole lot of time to do this thing in. So let me bring the first one in. Brother Sadat, then Israel, a.k.a. my brother Low. What's going on, man? Peace and blessings, family. How y'all doing? We're doing, We're doing good. Wonderful. Oh, good. Outstanding. Outstanding. All praises, man. First, foremost, um, my first question is, do you know, um, what's that? What's the guy's name? David Clark. That's his name? Yeah. 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 Do do either of you know his nationality or you just know what he looks like? Because we quick to claim people just because they look like us. That don't mean that they're our people. So well, can you I, truly it, say he our people? Okay. No, I ain't never said he was our people. Like, well, that, that's abundantly he's not our people. I said he was coming against <laughs> black men. That's what I uh-huh. said. I said, okay. he's coming against black men. He's doing the work for them. Absolutely. Now, now think about That's this. Now, and 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 now, let's just say for a second that he is our people. Now, who was doing the dirty work in ancient Egypt? Who were the taskmasters? The taskmasters was Israelites that had higher positions that thought they were somebody. Uh, can I get an amen? Looked at it. Okay. So right around. I'm with you. Go ahead. The the taskmasters huh? were Israelites that had higher positions and, and they thought they were somebody. Those were the people when they went into the wilderness that was always wanting to go back to Egypt. Why are we out they were the ones that were complaining the most. The ones that were that were the well to do. They yeah, were so they were because they, they said what? they had it better because yeah, they Absolutely. had favor. Yeah, they had favor right. with with the king, yes. Right, right. They had favor with Pharaoh. 
Absolutely. Why would somebody that's oppressed want to go back to oppression, to take their children back to oppression, as opposing to the one that has, well, I have a little bit better house. I have a little bit better living conditions and all of these things. Uh, I I hate I left that stuff. Can we agree to Mm. that? Yeah, they did say that. They did. Mm -hmm. They did say. They said, and this, uh, uh, we had meat, and they were crying out for meat. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and and you ate better than this when we you brought us out here into the wilderness to die. Right. Right. Was their complaint was. Right. Because my question would be, what could be better for your children? Could it be better for your children to perish, or for them to be in bondage? Think about it. could be better for your children, slavery or death. See now, now the perception was they were going to die. Uh-huh. The, truth the, the truth of the matter was they were not dying. God provided right. for them. They just shunned Absolutely. what God provided because he was he Absolutely. was a cloud by night. He was a cloud by day and fire by night, so they could have light. He also provided mm-hmm. provision for them. He made water come out of a rock. You know, he opened mm-hmm. the red for them to cross. Everything that mm-hmm. they, they needed, God provided. So they weren't going to die. He said, I'm going to bring you into a land flowing with milk and honey. They just didn't have right. the to wait. They didn't want to make the journey. They, number right. one, bucked against the leadership. Number one, because they didn't want to be told what to do because they were used to right. what giving the order, number one. Right. See? So they didn't want to be subject. To anybody, that was right. the biggest thing. Because if you look at Numbers eleven, I think it is in the battle, the rebellion of Korah. Korah and two hundred and fifty other leaders came against of Moses. the princes of Israel. That's right. Yes, yes. And he said, That's right. And he said, Hey, God speak to us too. Who are you? Why you got to speak to us? So God called Moses to the tabernacle, and he said, Listen, you better tell everybody. And I'm just paraphrasing. I'm not reading the scriptures. I'm just paraphrasing. Uh-huh. Um, Get away from her. Yeah, you better go tell everybody to get away from Cora because uh, they finna get dealt with. So he went and told Cora. everybody, hey, y'all not with them, <laughs> right. get away from them. Right. He opened up the ground and swallowed them up. See, because Cora, of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Dathan and all of them. See, and those were right. the ones that had those positions who thought they right. didn't have to be anybody. And they went about right. upsetting the entire camp. Well, it it wasn't just that they didn't want to be subjected to anybody. They didn't want to be subjected to their own people. They didn't want to be subjected right. to Moses. They wanted yes, Moses' position. Yeah, yeah. Because yes, okay. they could have went yes. back to they could have went back to Egypt and, and and fell right back under Pharaoh and all of the Egyptians with no problem. That wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> but the issue was listening right, to so. their own people and having. And I'm just, I'm sorry. Yes. Well, I was going to say, okay, but, 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 okay. So let's bring that home as into where we at today. So what mm-hmm. where does, what does that relate to where we are today? I mean, what is the point you're trying to make? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Now, let me, let me say this. Um, now, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I'm getting from all of this, you know, having been a supervisor and having been over our people. You know, we are so, some black folks are, are so nitpicky 
and and just so I don't know any other word for it, but whitewash that they just got to run back and tell everything. And they think they look good in those people's eyes, but they, they, they really don't, you know, because you refuse to be subject. Now we're looking at this Clark, you know, we we, we, we call it um, um, Uncle Tom. You know, we say they're Uncle Tommy. But it goes more it goes further than that. That you so inundated mm-hmm. with the destruction of your own people. See, you you mm. are totally you are totally and utterly deceived. And that is what that is. There is a spirit of deception that makes you think that you're greater. Even the Bible says pride comes before what? Paul. He constantly you know, admonishes us about that spirit of deception because you deceive mm. your own self thinking you more than what you are especially when you try to put yourself over his people and cause destruction to them. The Bible says whom he blessed, he has blessed, and whom he cursed, he has cursed. See, so you're deceiving your own self, you know, and, and eventually you know, you, you, you'll get dealt with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you, you, you look, at, look at the fact that uh, all of a sudden this man decides that he resigns from that position that he loves so much. Let's be honest. When you have a, a title like that in a place where he was at, uh, you, you you're basically in your own little kingdom because you uh, right. in, in the real world, uh, people that uh-huh. are quote unquote important have certain decals on their windows and on uh, their yeah. bumper stickers and on their license plates to say this is who I am. I don't care if you are the police. Don't mess with me. Mm. That's in the real. That's mm-hmm. in the real world. And so, like the sister said, like the sister said, the the, the scripture says, a gift blinded the eye. So all of a sudden, he's just going to leave his position of, his cushy position, because all this time he's had so much to say about how terrible uh, the so-called black people are, more especially the black man. And he's he's done all he can to defame us in every way and to break us down. And so they're going to, they might throw him a bone. Who knows? He's mm. doing his part as 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 a coon, as a uh, sambo. Uh, a lot of people mm. like to, to to put that thing on Uncle Tom, but it was actually Sambo that was the uh, the terrible person. You know, we it, we've <laughs> grown accustomed to saying uh, he has mm-hmm. played his part quite well. When the cameras come on, he played that part quite well. And 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 the reason why I went there is because. You have people in position that the scripture said the thing that have been is that which shall be. You this is nothing new here. This is nothing new here. You have a person, you you get these so called black people that work on these police forces, and once they see uh, some somebody that looks like them getting choked out or whatever, well, what did he do? That's the first question that they ask. You know, mm-hmm. because they're going to stand up for their quote unquote brother in blue first. Because they've been brainwashed with this ideology that they actually are a part of when, in essence, they have a meeting with you, and then they have the meeting after the meeting with the real boys in blue. Mm. You know, Mm. our people never think about that. We are so quick to want to go and be with the other people and do exactly what they were doing. That has been our people's problem since the beginning of time. The right, beginning right. of time, but now, now we still continue to do the same thing. Which the other, the brother in the previous conversation said, insanity. That's exactly what it is. 
I, I'm going to be straight up with you. As far as this harp stuff and all this and all, I ain't buying that because I'm not going to put the creature above the creator. So if a man did create a harp and that does manipulate the weather, who put the thought in his head to do that? Because the Lord comes sleep, come and talks to you when you sleep and give you things, give you directions to do, whether they be good mm. or whether they don't. People don't accept that. You know, mm. oh, not my God. Well, who who killed all those Egyptians? Who made hellfire rain on uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? This is the same God here. Rain will fall on the just as well as the unjust. Mm. So our, our, our people need to sit back and really assess what's truly going on here. The Lord is going to continue to punish our people because we ain't doing what we were re- are required to do. And that's his will. You want to be a, a, so, a sodomite? You want to be a sodomite and do like everybody else? You want to be a stripper and do like everybody else and just that in the third? You're going to get paid for that. <laughs> okay. Oh, so let, let me see if I understand this correctly. So basically you're saying, you know, these storms, you know, whether man-made or not, or let's say they're not man-made, they just guard way of punishing those individuals that have been doing wrong, basically in these big major cities. That's what you're saying? It's a punishment? What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this whole earth is off course because we're not doing what we're supposed to. We're, the Israelites are not living in accordance to the commandments. When this, The scripture says when we do that, even the trees will be at peace because no fellow mm. will come at them, which is an axe cutter. Even the trees uh-huh. will be at peace. This whole world is thrown off, of course, because we, the children of the slave trade, are not living in accordance to our commandments. Remember, it was 80 mm. years that Solomon and David reigned, and the world was at peace. Kingdom was at peace. There were no war. But mm. we have to but, do what we have that to was do. A, that, was a, that was because of a solemn oath that, 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 that God made to David before David died concerning Solomon. He told him that mm-hmm. they were and the promise mm-hmm. was as long as he sought after God's heart and didn't go whoring mm-hmm. after other mm-hmm. gods in the end mm-hmm. is what he did. You know. Right. Right. So yeah. He he even served right. at each of the temples of, of some of the women that he had married. Right. He went mm. to serve them. See. So He went to serve mm. their gods. Yes, he went and served their yes. God. Exactly. He married he those he married God. those heathen women. He married those heathen women and served their gods. And Solomon had the uh, authority because of the wealth that he had to do everything under the sun that any person could do. Right. And that's why mm. at the very end he said all is vanity. All of this stuff is vanity. If you got to go and deceive people to get money, if you got to go and matter of fact, right now, I told people in the safety meeting this morning. <laughs> What you need to do right now is be very vigilant because the people from Houston and those surrounding areas, they're going to do like the people from New Orleans did. They're going to come here, and they're going to rob people. They're going to steal from you and all of these other things. What are you going to do if you're out of your own element and you don't have money? What are you going to do? Hmm. You're going to do what you you know to do to get money. Right. Okay, I agree with that. People are but not some thinking. People, some people, some people will re- resort to that, but I'll, I'll, I'll. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. not look. I'm not when I when I say people, I'm not talking about every every specific person. But we yeah. do know that there's mm-hmm. going to be that little bit, that little small section yeah, that's, that's going that's to do this. Yeah, that element is always there in any disaster because there has to be chaos and confusion. There has to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This, this is the result. And Absolutely. And so, we. All right. So, uh, no, I, I don't put the uh, the creature above the creator. And so, you know, as far as the ISIS papers, you can read that, but I'll be honest with you, there is nothing in that that our people have not tried before and failed. Everybody talks Black Wall Street. Let's do it all over again. If you're not keeping those commandments, i.e., if you got one person smoking cigarettes in there, nobody says anything, one homosexual, nobody says anything, you're in sin. It's that easy. Hmm. Remember, remember, I think it was 2,000 men, two or 3,000 men died because one man coveted a Babylonian garment coming out of Egypt. One man. And the Lord told, uh, told Moses, my spirit is not with y'all right now because there's, there's wickedness in, your, in the camp right now. Uh-huh. That, that was Joshua. And so, uh, what? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was Achan. Achan, yeah, Achan had the, uh, had the Achan in the battle of AI because he took things that he hid right. in his head, and that right. and told they he Joshua had to kill his whole entire right. family. Right, yeah. and everything that they had and burned it with fire, all because of covetousness, and that's what this world is based on. I was looking at something today, uh, a house up. Uh, in New York, somewhere, twenty-eight ba- bathrooms, twenty-something bed. Man, are you who? Who needs that? You you get stuff like that for other people to want to be like you. You get stuff like that not because you have to have it. It's a status symbol. It's all covetousness. Don't desire to be a good person. Desire to be like me. Desire to be like Mike. Thing is is based and built upon. I mean, hey, I, I hate that it it happened. But it's mm-hmm. not over with. I mean, remember these people came; th- those people came here, murdered, raped, robbed, and pillaged the people that were already here, and erected buildings and put the words "In God We Trust" on them. And in those buildings, there is no God, only money, and also the laws that they created said, "Hey, I can take your land; you can't take it back. I can kill you; you can't kill me back. I've already done all these things, and just." Aspire to be like me That's not just at all So Okay you Mm. put the courthouse Over the top of I say 10,000 dead bodies Is that justice? No Justice is going to be served whether people like it or not Mm. This is payback And it's not over This is just the start Okay All right. we're going to have to really pay attention to that I'm, I'm really going to pay attention to that it's not over. So these these no. storms have a, are here for a reason, and and we go we gonna watch it. We gonna watch it. Gonna do some research also, but we gonna watch to see what's going on. All right, my brother. Thank you for for you know that knowledge right there. But we got to move on a little bit. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hang in there. Hang, yeah. Hang around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right, we we're gonna take one more call before we go to our, our next topic, and it's basically around the same issue. But let me bring uh, uh, Pianchi in. 
Pianchi, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Happy to be an American right. citizen. Okay. United uh, States citizen. for you. Uh-huh. Best country in the world. Okay. So what else you got for me? Well, I'm happy to know that you that have good it? health. <laughs> well, thank you, um, Pianchi. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Do so you have anything uh, to say about your, your your hero? Um, your hero. What's his name? Um, um, um. What's that man? David Clark. President. You say he's one of the best. Yeah. Huh? Who you say? Uh, David Clark. He's a good. He's a good. Yeah. Uh, sure. sure. We could you use know, him you, down here in St. Louis and let him take care of some of these wild, beastly-like thugs that's running around causing all this havoc, killing and shooting everybody, acting tough until they hear one siren, mm-hmm. one car, one cop, white cop, pull up on the scene. They run like roaches with their mm-hmm. guns. I never could understand that. I mean, here you are, really? terrorizing with a gun, you know, two or three of you. And then when one police car and one white cop step out, they run like roaches. What's up with it? Well, I'd rather run to get shot, do you know, get be killed. When that makes sense yeah, to but me. They sh- they're shooting people, robbing them. Terrorizing with their guns, killing folks. Well, when one cop shows up, we had one of them beasts with a automatic weapon. I believe it was an AK-47. Mm-hmm. I think he had shot two girls, two mothers, and he walking through the neighborhood, terrorizing, shooting at them. And then one car, just one, one white cop jumps out. And he turns and runs like a scared rat. I mean, how do you explain that? Okay, and your point is what, Pianchi? I don't understand what happens to all that courage when they're using it on innocent victims. Oh, they can be <laughs> shooting at each other. There's, look, well, you can have two or three of them. Well, check this out, and I'm going to let you get back to your show. You can have four of them thugs shooting at each other. And one mm-hmm. car pulls up. One white cop steps out. And they stop shooting at each other and start running. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and comment. All right. Uh-huh. I, well, I, I put myself on mute and listen. Okay, well, you didn't have to because I was going to put you on mute anyway, but thank you anyway. <laughs> All right, so, Pinky brought up a good point, and I also said the same thing. You know, everybody gangster to, you know, the, the boys in blue show up and you got to run and hide. All right, so I can say, okay, they don't want to get shot. They don't want to die, you know, so they run. You know, false courage is a whole lot when, when you're facing someone that can't fight back. You know, that's like a bully. You know, as long as you allow that bully to continue to beat up on you, you know, then uh, he going to continue to do it, right? But when you start fighting back, the bully leaves you alone. And that's just basically what it is. You know, a lot of times when you have they have weapons in their hand, whatever, they feel like they're the bully. They're the big bad guys. But uh, 
honestly speaking, you know, I always say for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So, um, you out there shooting somebody running around with a with a weapon in your hand, then um, <laughs> you know, hey, I'll if you're gonna arrest them. Oh, okay. I just got a text that it's hatreds toward each other. Yes, that it is too. I agree with that, but. It goes back to what Lowe was just saying. If you take someone out of their element and put them somewhere where they have no food, no job, no, no con- constructive things to do, they're going to go back to what they know. You know, and, and let's, let's not sugarcoat anything. You know, the, the, the drug game, uh, you know, it's a lucrative job to them. They make more money on standing on the corner sometimes than a lot of us make in a year. So, I mean, you have to look at that. You have to look at that. But it's all right as long as we see they sell it to their own people. See, that there's a difference with that. I.e., opioid, opioid, ah, heroin and opioid, opioid. Yeah, I know what I'm trying to say. Well, the yeah, president is, is going to make that a, um emergency. Yeah, national emergency. Yeah. He's going to declare yeah. a national yeah. emergency. It's a crime. You know, and, yeah. Um, because it said average is 150 people, Americans dying a day. All right. And, uh, you know, when you look at that and, and you think about the crack, crack cocaine that hit the streets in the inner cities, you think about heroin was in, in the inner cities for a while before crack came along, you know, cheap drugs like that. But look who's, who, there was no national emergency when that was going on. But now since, you know, you got these middle, uh, you have these middle-income, preppy individuals beginning to die from taking, doing drugs. Now we have to declare a national emergency because it's killing people. Oh, my God. What is going on? How are they getting it into the communities? What? Oh, oh, no, Mr. Bill, no, no. Look, it's simple. Now that it has become an epidemic in the white communities, middle-class communities, we got to do something, okay? So now, and you have the right man in office, President Trump, national emergency in response to opioid crisis, and, uh, yeah. The, and this is some of the things that's going to happen when he declared this. The availability of grants from the Public Health Emergencies Fund. Health and Human right. Services Department won't say how much remains, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They got a balance of 57000 after Congress, Congress failed to put any money in it after the Zika virus. <coughs> Excuse me. So they got $57,000, y'all, to spend right now on it. To some Medicaid rules that, yeah. See, they 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 just making rules, man. They making rules to take care of this, but they didn't bother to do that when uh, crack was in, in in the inner city, you know, and still there, you know. And, and that's the interesting thing. It's not just crack anymore. They got so much stuff. And, and you know what? Let's talk about that for a minute. You know, how are you going to make something that's supposed to clean clothes, but all of a sudden if somebody take it, you know, they just get high as heck off of. You know, how how do you do that? But you don't tell anybody to after the start being done. Oh, be careful now. But it looks like candy. You know, I, I'm not understanding, uh, and I'm trying to, but I'm not understanding. Uh, 
you know, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, P. Ross, what you got to say? What you got to add for me? Uh, you know me, I, I get rolling here in a minute. What you got? I know you got something you 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 rolling on right there. Talk to me. You know, I'm just looking at this, you know, this this article, and and they had the 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 audacity right that there has never been anything like what's happened to this country over the last four or five years. I mean, talking about the opioid crisis, for real. Hmm. Killing people left and right, and the other stuff they had out back in the early nineties called ICE. Come on now, but it ain't, it ain't, it, it hasn't been anything like you know. Say what you mean? Anything like they didn't hit your time in the last four or five years. They didn't hit you. They was hitting everybody else. So mm. when you found your own household, now it's something to deal with. You know, just like when methamphetamine mm. came out, you know, and then everybody was talking about that. Everybody had a meth lab, and where were the meth labs found? In suburbia, you know. So they had to combat that really quickly, you know. So so, so now here it is, this opioid, now this is a crisis. Come on now. This mm. is not a crisis. It just brought shame to y'all front door that your kids do drugs too, you know. <laughs> they, 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 they OD too. You know, that's why they have all these little, you know, first responders. They have to have these little shots, you know, that they, they inject them with. I forgot what the, the, the injection name of it was called. And they have to inject them with. Narcos. Yeah, it was one. It was one. One state that said, we're not doing that because they know what they're doing. And that's a lot of our resources mm-hmm. that would be used to save somebody who, you know, is having a stroke or who's having a heart attack or whatever, not due to drugs, not due to, you know, an overdose of heroin. So why should we waste our, our resources when these people know that what they're taking is a chance that they're going to live or die? There is a chance that they are going <clears throat> to die. You know, hmm. so, you know. I mean, people are conflicted about that because it don't make no sense. It doesn't make you know good and well it's going to kill you. And versus, like you say, just smoking weed, getting high, you know. But even that these days may not even be safe because you don't know what's in there. See? So yeah, you're right about that. Why even take the chance? That's the thing. Why <laughs> even take the chance? Right. Because when you do that, you are taking your life into your own hands. You know, so right. I can see the point. I can see the point that the first responders, you know, that refer, the first responders are 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 making. But if we're going to be concerned about people, let's be concerned about all people and 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 all of of, of the drugs and 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 on all of the habits that they have that could, you know, substantially end their lives. You know, and let's do something mm-hmm. about it across the board. You know, like that, like you know, like um. I forgot whether it was Lord or the other guy who was saying, you know, you put justice on this building, but there is no justice because you don't treat everybody mm. fairly. There is respect of person. No, but now that it's yeah. your neighborhood, now that it's in your neighborhood, you're concerned. It's an emergency. Mm. <laughs> so true. So, so true. All right. You know, Thank you. All right. We got a couple other people with they who want to get in on the conversation, so we're gonna bring them in here for a quick hot shot. All right, let's see. First zero, oh, blah, blah, blah. triple one, one one one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mister Talk. Hello. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? I'm, I'm doing just wonderful. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I listen good. to all the 
Now, we've been hearing all of this about the people going to jail for crack and all of this stuff, but now mm-hmm. we have an epidemic going on, and we want to give people help. And then we want to talk about guys shooting each other down in the street. These people doing these drugs with their children in the car, falling out on the steering wheel, children going to foster care now, mm-hmm. and nobody's saying nothing about mm-hmm. it. I mean, they want to keep it under the cover, mm. especially some of us don't want to have no conversation about it. But when it was the crackhead, it was an everyday household thing that we didn't know mm. nothing about. Yeah. There was no discussion. So, but we don't want to spend our, our, we don't want to help the government to uh, help those people out when they put it in the community. But this was put in their community. They just got <laughs> it and did it because they wanted to. And they didn't even receive help mm-hmm. for it. And still, the ones that was on it still don't have help for it. So I don't understand that. Right. So when we find us having a discussion about this and people shooting themselves up for drugs and, and fighting each other, they're doing the same thing, but they're mm-hmm. just putting it down at their, in their arm. <laughs> well, you know, here's, here's an interesting thing about that maze. Where do they buy that? Where, where are they going to buy this stuff at? Well, some of them, they're going to the black communities. That's where they're having the accidents and running in the poles and everything mm. else. Some people lives in danger. Okay. Did you like two people? Did you so, like two black guys shooting at each other and the cops come? Well, they come and give them a needle mm-hmm. when they don't almost ran over the people in the neighborhood, and then they come shoot a needle and they arm to bring them back to life, not put them in jail, and let them go do it again, over and over <laughs> and over again. Uh huh. So, so now I'm, I'm gonna a fair, fella paraphrase what you you just said. So basically, I can do all the drugs I want to. I can overdose because I know if, if the ambulance or the cops come. They gonna shoot a um, give me a shot and I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got no time know. behind it, right? Yeah. And there's no different than the two black guys shooting each other and killing each other, and the ones that are doing the overdose and running over people and killing them because they're doing it because they want to, not because they have to. Yeah, well, they ain't, they're not trying to them. save any of the black guys that no. shooting each other. No. Okay. <laughs> because of something no. they gave them wrong and they out and they don't have no nothing for nobody but themselves. Mm-hmm. But then the shooting up, we got to get them, spend some money, come with some all kind of money to throw at the program. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, well, you understand. You just don't want to understand, but you understand what it is, Maze. You've been you've been around the block a few times like I have, so you understand what's going on. <laughs> what I don't understand is why the jail is not full of them that keep doing it, but they getting the opportunity to keep on doing it. They should be in jail behind well, bars. Look, <clears throat> look, give him time, give him time. You know, because um, Trump has said he want more private prisons built, okay? Now, somebody's going to have to fill those beds, because, you know, once they, if it's privatized, it's a contract saying them beds got to have so many bodies in them, you know. To, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's going to get interesting, to say the least. But thank you, man, as always. How could you put them in jail when you're saving them? <laughs> the money well, huh? Well, they going to keep giving them money and keep giving them shots and bring them back? I mean, because they ain't not going to yeah. have no health care to do all this stuff, so I'm wondering. You, you, you know what's interesting about I mean, that, domain? There's one sheriff, there's one sheriff, I got. I forgot his yeah. name, I read the article, where he actually, said, he actually said, look, my officers are not going to do it. I'm not going to require mm-hmm. them to do it. He said, that's yes. not our job. And I agree with yep. him. It's not. And if they want to commit you know, suicide, you well, don't don't get me on the suicide kick because I know a lot of people it. be mad at me if I start talking about suicide. 
<laughs> but I'm saying yeah, that's yeah. what they doing. But they, but look, so the, the thing about it, they're putting other people in harm with the stuff that they're doing, but they're not talking about the harm that they're putting people in. Say that you was driving down the street and one of them high ran into you or somebody you know. Hmm. Hmm. Or they got some kids well, in the car and then they, and then they had an accident and missed the kids up. Well, I mean, the, the Maze, you know what? That we already we already have seen. Um, examples of that. Remember that little mm-hmm. kid, that teenage kid in Dallas that killed mm-hmm. those four people, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and he got off because you know his parents they were they were so rich they didn't teach him yeah. um, what was right and wrong. Remember that? But mm-hmm. but this is what makes it so bad. But his mothers uh, and fathers they're doing it together. Mothers and fathers that's in the house they're doing this together with their children in the car. They are. <laughs> So it's amazing I mean, how things happen. Yes, it is. So, I mean, yes, what's the, you're trying to say? So you're trying to say we should be trying to stop it completely? Well, we can't do nothing about it. We just sit back and look. They think black people can do something about the black community. So we're going to see what they're going to do. As I always say, what you're going to do for your community or straighten up our community. But they trying to give them help in another day. Just one in. <laughs> that comes with everything you in know. a package. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I'm gonna let whoever's yeah, waiting on now well. give them my opportunity. I'm finished. Yeah. So right look, now. Yeah, I'm holding my breath on that one. All right. I really am. I know. All right, we got well, one more call. We gonna get in here. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Eric, this is Joe. How you doing? Well, hello, Joe. How are you? Not bad, not bad. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I heard, as soon as I got here, I heard you mention Lowe. So I said to myself, did Lowe come back? Did he become a pastor for the is the Israelites? What happened to Lowe? How come he's back? <laughs> Hey, Lo, where are you? You trying to start something now. You darn right I am. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm not going to let you. So what <laughs> you else you got do. for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, Lo's not so gonna what else you got for right. me, Joe? Well, mm. well, yeah, the opioids. Not only is the opioids mm. a problem with, uh, you know, heroin and crack, et cetera, but I think last year was the first time that prescription drugs uh, became the leading cause of death in the United States, overtaking uh, what was, what's normally the um, the first cause of death. Is that um, car deaths, deaths by driving, or is it um, something else? I think it's by um, road deaths, right? So last year was the first yeah, time. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I forget now. Mm-hmm. But the prescription drugs are really the, um, taking hold of America, too, because um, you can get all the crap you need just by going to a doctor, and the doctor puts you on a, some sort of medication that then makes you become an addict. So you don't, even, you don't even have to go down to the corner to see a local drug dealer. You've got your drug dealer inside your um, your hospital, inside your family doctor that's assigned to you by an HBO. So that's um, part of the real epidemic as well. You know what, Joe? And when you mentioned that, I, I remember a couple of years ago they they tightened up the um, laws for getting prescriptions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
and, and that was the cause. But you know what it has done, though? It has, it really has hurt those that really need the medication because if if they go back too fast, you know, they they'll put on, you know, they they give get a hard time. Right. You know, they mm-hmm. they swear they sell them. Um, you know this, this this opioid stuff really started in in um, middle class communities where the, mm-hmm. the preppy kids were taking their moms and dads Xanax and whatever, you know, yeah. selling them and taking them. You know that's where it started at. Mm-hmm. You know, because let's be honest, in, in the city, you, <laughs> especially on that you had was called syrup. <laughs> you yeah. know, because you couldn't mm-hmm. afford to go to the doctor to get a prescription. Um, so. You know, when you when you look at it like that, you're like, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's you know, like they say, you know, one bad apple, everybody have to pay for it, and that's basically yeah. where we are with this thing now. I mean, let's be honest. You got the preppies, you know, that's what they wear, getting high mm-hmm. legally without anybody knowing it, and nobody worried about it until they started dying. You know, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. been a gradual build up to this thing. Um, well, yeah, it's money. You know, and, you always have, mm-hmm. yeah, you always so, have to follow the money. I mean, I, the doctors were making out like a bandit by prescribing the drugs, and the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies were making out like a bandit selling the drugs to the doctors and to the uh, and to the pharmacies and to the hospitals. So, when you have well, before the cough syrup, you had airplane glue, and then you had you know, cough syrup. <laughs> okay. And, you know, you could have. You know, you took anything or um, uh, what you had mentioned before was the cleaning solution when you go into the cleaners. And they have that. I forget the name of it. It's a common name. And you can smell that and get high and stuff. But when you actually have your, your doctor who's become a legitimate drug dealer because most of the time they're influenced by the pharmaceutical salesman without the doctors ever really doing any research on the efficacy of the drugs, nor have they done any research on the contraindications of the drug or the side effects of the drugs. If you watch these ads about these drugs, if you've got heartburn, you take a drug for heartburn, you could die of cirrhosis of the liver or your head being blown off or something. I, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. So not only do yeah, I blame the, the doctor, are something terrible. Yeah. but if the patient goes to a, to see a doctor, and knows that the side effects are going to be that detrimental, and he still goes to see the doctor, I can't blame the doctor as much as, you know, as the if the, the patient was victim of drugs. Huh? The patient that went and asked for him. Yeah. Because they you, have full disclosure. Yeah, they do. And mm-hmm. a good thing the law says that you have to have these inserts. And on, I don't watch TV, but I, I'm on the Internet, and I see these. They got the dumbest ads on TV. Overall, I mean, really, really suited for people with Looney Tunes uh, mentality. But when you see these drug ads and they talk about, oh, go see a doctor if you can't sleep. And the um, uh, the side effects are you might have a heart attack, you might have liver damage, you might have kidney damage, you might not be able to walk the street properly after after two, um, you know, two pills. But go see your friendly doctor and hope that you stay alive. And people actually go mm. see the doctor? Come on. Yeah, please. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got larceny on the, uh, on the part of the, the companies and the doctors, but you got stupidity <laughs> on the side of the patients. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I say all patients is stupidity, 
So, you know, so many people need need the medication. You know. Well, they really you know, do. Yeah, um, they do, but if you know you're going to get a bullet yeah. in the head, you know, uh, practically speaking, uh, why you know, why do it? Go seek a safer type of medication. There's probably some other safer type of medication or alternative medicine out there. At least try that before you go see a doctor uh, that's going to prescribe to you a drug uh, that you know is going to shut down your kidneys. Yeah. But, but, is that really? Is there really anything out there like that? No. Let's be honest. No. Because everything they they coming up with now, they you know it has some type of side effect, and you know it's uh, it hasn't really been tested properly. Let's be honest. They testing it on mice and stuff, but the human body reacts totally different. I know they mm-hmm. say, well, it's close to no, it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why they 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 try and cover themselves by telling you about. Well, you know, you could have this, and the side effect could be this and that. You know, like, nah. What? Yeah, I'm with you then. Why even take the dang old thing? Yeah. You know, honestly, I'm pushing for medical marijuana. That's what I'm pushing for. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. So the companies do. <laughs> the companies are investing in that. I mean, um, analysts are uh, suggesting that you buy stock in the medical uh, in the new medical marijuana companies because they're going to take a hold of it like uh, prohibition had made liquor uh, become very popular in terms of, being, of it being regulated and decriminalized. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for medical marijuana. Marijuana does a lot, has a lot of medicinal benefits. Right. You're absolutely right, Joe. I agree with you. I really do. You know, you know that's why the VA needs to get off their foot and come on and start issuing some. Yeah. Huh? It's proven to be good for cataracts. <laughs> cataracts. You know, that's, that's, the old, that's the old saying right there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joe. I got to put you back in the queue, man. We got the okay. ball here. <laughs> gotcha. I like the cataract thing, though. Oh, Lord. All right. But we'll be back in a minute, I'm sure. Okay. All right, y'all. We're we going to continue to move on here because there was something else I wanted to talk about, you know, that I know is probably a long conversation. Um, and that's Colin Kaepernicki. Y'all know Colin. You know, he's the one that, that started kneeling. For during the national anthem, and everybody got bent out of shape, and what have you about it. Um, it's interesting because he still hasn't got a job. Now I read an article where it said he was through playing football anyway, but it, it's just amazing at the people that once said they were behind him to come out now and say, "Nah, you're good." And remember, I told y'all Michael Vick and Ray Lewis, you know, they came out against him. And Michael Vick said, well, I think he should cut his hair and people will take him more seriously. I know y'all remember that, right? Well, check this out. (laughs) Michael Vick has been rewarded for saying that and and sticking with the system. He is now, he will now be an analyst on um, Fox. Yeah, he'll be an analyst on Fox now. Ain't that something? A football analyst. They have rewarded him for his obedience. And that's all I'm going to say, obedience. You know, um, and that's what it is. Now, the good thing about this is protest is beginning to pick up a little bit more in the NFL now. You have um, Marshall Lynch, um, Bennett for the Seahawks. And the other day, 30 Cleveland players stood arm in arm. You know, so um, – I think people are beginning to catch on and realize it's more to it than just, 
you know, the bad things that 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 being said about Colin Kaepernick. Because you know, every time you you hear one of these sports shows or somebody talking about it, they saying, "Oh, well, I don't think he can play anymore, and it's his skills. It's not what he stands for." You're lying. It's lying. It's exactly what it is. You know, y'all don't want him on the team because you don't want to. You don't want him doing it. You know, the, the coach of the Cleveland Browns even came out and said, "Well, I hope my people have better things to do." You know, because you know, I, we we really don't need that. Well, it didn't work. That's right, it didn't work. But here's a person right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play these clips in a moment that really upset me. All right, because this man right here, he stood with Muhammad Ali when Muhammad Ali said, "I'm not going to the Vietnam War because that war doesn't concern me." All right. But when he first came out, he stood behind Colin Kaepernick. But now, all of a sudden, he's changing it. Well, he should decide whether he wants to be a football player or an activist. Well, he did both. So what's the thing? And, and, and that's the problem we have. You don't want to stick up for no one, you know, if it doesn't benefit you. And that's the issue that, that, that I really have right now with going on with this protest thing. You know, nobody wants to back the man. And it's not like he's just sitting on his thumb. He's giving his money to everybody, to to uh, country Africa, people in Africa, so they have clean running water. You know, homeless people. You know, so he's just not lip service. He's actually doing something, but yet he's still blackballed. And talking about his his skills, excuse me, he's better than over half the quarterbacks in the NFL anyway. But. You know, anyway, I'm going to play these clips real quick and then we come back and talk about it. Y'all, see, I'll be getting hyped sometime, y'all. Y'all got to forgive me. But here's the first clip. He's within his rights and uh, he's telling the truth as he sees it. And I am with him 100%. So we're here with the the great Jim Brown. Jim, break down from your perspective. I think you have a very unique perspective on this, the Colin Kaepernick situation. Whether or not you think he should be playing, what this says about the state of the NFL today, what are your views? Well, you know, Colin has to make up his mind whether he's truly an activist or whether he's a football player. If you try to be both, in a situation, football is commercial, you have owners, you have fans, and you want to honor that if you're making that kind of money. If you have a cause, I think you should organize it, present it in a manner where it's not only you standing, uh, sitting on one knee, but a lot of people that are going to get behind each other and do something about it. If I ask you one question, who is calling, calling on to follow what he's talking about. So many of us have always done it, and we're here to help anyone that wants to do it. But I would advise a young man, if you're a football player, play football. If you're going to be a real activist, use your money, use your notoriety. I didn't want to make it this long, but it does have meaning to me, and I think that I want to be in his corner. And I do thank God bless him, but that's not my leadership. 
you don't believe that in today's NFL you could be both activist and football player? I think we're always an activist and a football player, but I think you have to understand there's intelligence that's involved, okay? I can't be two things at once that contradict each other. If I sign for money, then these people I sign with, they have rules and regulations. But I'm going to give you the real deal. I'm an American. I don't desecrate my flag and my national anthem. I'm not going to do anything against the flag and the national anthem. I'm going to work within those situations. But this is my country, and I'll work out the problem, but I'll do it in an intelligent manner. Well said. Now, you heard Jim Brown, Hall of Famer. Some consider him the best running back ever in the National Football League. The first clip, what did he say? I am with him 100%. 100%. Then what he do? He turn around and say, <laughs> oh, he needs to make a decision. You can't be an activist and play football at the same time because you sign a contract with money. Uh, you know, or he should organize and ask. See, here's the first thing about that whole thing. He never asked anybody for anything. He took a knee because he did it because that's what he believed in. Somebody got mad and blew it all out of proportion, right? As far as Dick, Dick you know, doing something to the flag, he never, he has never done anything to the flag. There's nothing. But yet, yet, he can't get a job in the NFL anymore. You know, and, and I, I'm really surprised that Jim Brown, it hurt me when he said that because I'm like, really? Really? Jim Brown, I mean, you, that's what you're doing. <laughs> oh, okay. I just got a text that says, on the first clip, he was privately soliciting Colin to enlist him. Okay. All right. Well, that didn't happen. You know, that did not happen because he didn't want all that. It was what he believed in. And, yes, there are other players that are actually doing it. But somebody made a, a very interesting point. I, I, had, I had to kind of agree with this. So here it is. What if I said Tom Brady would take a knee during the National Anthem. What if Ben Roethlisberger would take a knee during the National Anthem? Would there be as much hype and uh, hoopla about it now as it is Colin Kaepernick? You know, he actually gives money. He donates money. And as far as his he re, he rejected a contract with the San Francisco 49ers. He rejected it. You know, um, so, you know, when you take Jim Brown, Michael Vick, Ray Lewis, you know, and let's not forget, Ray Lewis and Jim Brown, when the, when the, when Trump was first elected, they went up there to, to Trump Tower to talk to him. Well, we see how much talking really was done, right? Because they falling in line just like everybody else. You know, Colin, if you're listening, hey, I'm trying to get him on the show. I really am. Um, keep doing what you're doing, brother. You know, don't let them deny you. You know, that's part of that strength we I was talking about at the beginning of the show of the quarter of the day. That's part of that strength we have within us. Nobody stops us from doing what we want to do, we need to do. 
you know, he ain't asked nobody to do anything. He just did it on his own. But all of a sudden, this got blown out of proportion. You know, so Jim Brown, you know, man, I tell you, that's sad. I know you're getting old, so maybe them concussions are catching up with you, and you're not thinking right. But, you, no, man, you, you're not, you're wrong on this one. P. Ross, where you at? I know you got something to add to it. Yeah, I just heard the little thing about um, Jim Brown. You know, but listening, you know, listening at, um, you know, the things that Copernic was doing, um, could it be that it, it, it's not just the fact that he, he's taking a knee or doesn't stand for the pledge, or is it that what he's doing with the funds that he is making? He's helping those at the world, or, you know, I should say, uh, the elite looks at it as if, you know, they don't even have a right to live on this earth. So, well, why are you funneling your money there? You know, we all know that most football players and other famous people, you know, they have handlers. They have people that say, okay, we need you to um, be a spokesperson for this person. We need you to fund this this worthy this cause. We need you to be the face of this. We need you to be the face of that. And these are all popular you know, entities or organizations that we know very well. But when it's something that no one really cares about, like maybe, you know, having the kids in Africa or whatever, you know, then, um, no, you can't do that because we're trying to, to, to build you as, as this who we want them to see you as, you know. So, so you know, and, and what um, Jim Brown was saying, you know, we have to read behind the lines of what he wasn't saying. You know, he said that there are rules and regulations that you have to adhere to. Well, what rules and regulations? What are you talking about? You know, you know, we looking at what he said and, and not focusing on what he's not saying. You know, mm-hmm. okay, we know you signed a contract. What's in the contract that prevents you, you know, from 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 standing on your own principles, from standing on what you believe in? Why do you have to assimilate into what they say? You know, you still supposed to be, you know, an individual with your own thoughts, your own morals, and your own values. Or is it that 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 when you sign that contract, in essence, do they own you? They tell you how to walk, how to talk, how to dress, what to say, what to do. Do you then become their puppet, so to speak, and you can't move beyond, be, you know, outside of these boundaries? You know. Is that what you're alluring to, Mr. Jim Brown? You know, because it's more into what he's what he's not saying than 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 what he said. He said you either gonna be a football player or you're gonna be an activist. Well, why can't you be both? Hmm. See, why can't you be both? Yeah. If, if you're not if you're not supporting one of you know one of their preferred you know, organizations or one of their their, their preferred tax-deductible 501c3, you know, worldwide organizations where 85 or 90% of it goes to the administration and only 3 to 4% goes to the actual cause that is supporting. Hmm. See, mm-hmm. what's really being said? Mm-hmm. What are you really saying? What are the underlying motives? What is the reason why you want to you want to place this man in, in 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 obscurity just because he's taking me really, really? Mm. What's really behind the flag? See, so so yeah, you know we have to look at it. We have to look at it more than 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 what we see as face value and and what the media is putting out there because there's always an underlying motive. Mm. Yeah, man. But the question is, what is that motive? 
to discredit him, make him look bad? You know. Hey, we won't know. We don't know until it all comes but, out in the world. I mean, but see, but nothing yeah, they have done. I mean, but, but really, nothing they have done can make him look bad because he's not done anything. <laughs> My point exactly. Except stood you on know. his values and what he believes in. That apparently did not agree with what they call values. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is so true. You know. And but you know, you you take a look at it, and with the way what's going on in this country right now, between the statues being taken down, which really is not going to serve any purpose whatsoever. Let's be honest about that. Um. You know, and and. He, and you know his protest. I think people kind of misunderstand what he is protesting. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. not protesting. He's protesting the unfair treatment of people of color in this country. You know, exactly. and he said, "I don't see how I can stand for the national anthem." You know, when that's going on. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's the truth. It's not like he's. Fabricating any great story or anything, yeah. it, it's true. We have many examples of that. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, you know. But but see, here's the other thing. You have other players doing their version as well. So are, y- are y'all gonna punish all them? Pick them out the league too? No, they're not. Why? Because that's their money. And we already know that the league is what seventy five, eighty percent black people, black players. Yeah. <laughs> so, and most of them play skill positions. So, you know, you kick them out, and you know, that's it. So I, I don't, I don't know that. You know, it's, it's just they say he's not black ball, but from all you know instances, yes, he is. You know, you got old rapist Ben Roethlisberger. He's playing football. You know, y'all, they forced him to get married, so he'll quit raping women. <laughs> I know it ain't funny, but yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, um, I don't think one has to do with the other. You can still be married and you still rape people. I mean, if it's in you, it's in you. Hell. Yeah, you know. well, yeah. You know. But it looks better that way. Good point. All right. Uh, Let's see. I'm getting a text here, um, and it says Dallas owner said his players are going to stand. See, and another one says Jim Brown feels obsolete or without a cause. Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. Well, you know, like I say, Jim Brown, you're getting old, so you know maybe all them concussions you had. Well, he retired at a young age, so I don't think it's even concussions. He just then went to the other side. And, of course, Jerry Jones, of course, you know, my players are going to stand. And, you know, that's an unspoken rule among a whole lot of them. Of course, down in Oakland, Marshawn Lynch, they ain't going to bother him. He's been doing – and that's another thing. Marshawn Lynch has been sitting out, sitting during the um, National Anthem ever since he's been in the league, and there was nothing said about it. Once again, he's a star player, right? He's a star player. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what it is. You know, after after – um, Kaepernick made his appearance in the Super Bowl. You know, the 49ers weren't even that good anymore, and so he's expendable. So let's make an example out of him, right? Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And something else I want to talk about, man, what is going on with the United States Navy? What is going on with them? Two two collisions in a six-month period? Now, my original thought to this was somebody's hacking those ships. Okay, that was my original thought. Um, I talked to a person that, that was in the Navy and, and has experience of being on, on the bridge, and they even so, that shouldn't have happened. Regardless, it shouldn't have happened. They, um, they have, you know, equipment and people watching out to where it, it shouldn't, should not happen. But why is it happening? And then they get rid of the, ab- uh, the admiral. Let, let's be honest. The admiral was a fall guy. All right. Has anybody ever seen the movie Hackers? It's, it's an old movie. I think it was in the 80s. I think it was in the 80s. You know, where this, this security tech, you know, he created a virus. Now, listen to what I'm saying. He created a virus that uh, would sink some ships or tankers if they didn't give him a um, certain amount of money in a specific time. Now, that was in the movie. So, and I'll just say, if it's in the movie, it's already been done in real life. So why can't, what, possible, is it possible that these ships could have been t- uh, um, hacked and the crew lost control of the ships? Is it possible? Now, everybody, you know, from what I've been reading, they say, well, this is a busy little waterway right here, and, you know, there's certain rules to it, what have you, and so forth and so on. But could it have been hacked? And really, uh, interfere with the steering. You know, that I'm just saying. Now, what else I've been reading, it says, well, and it's funny that the shit was named the USS John McCain. <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was funny. Um, but, you know, um, things like crew fatigue or, you know, they didn't have a specific radar on. But that sounds like all scapegoat or, or excuses to not from the obvious. Something, <coughs> excuse me, something is not right out there in the ocean with these, these naval ships. Now, let's not forget that you have Russian planes buzzing our ships. You have Iranian little boats shooting across the bow of our ships, uh, uh, so forth and so on. And, and you think about this, this the, the big Russia interfering with our election by hacking certain things. So why not this be possible? Why not? Why can't it be possible? So y'all tell me, am I, am I you know, uh, thinking a little bit too hard on this? Or is it really possible? Or is it really possible that this is what that is what's going on out there in the middle of the ocean? P. Ross, what you think? Yeah, I, I believe it's possible. But then again, even if it did happen, do you really think they're going to admit that? Come on now, you know better. It's <laughs> <laughs> possible, but they're not going to admit it. Oh yeah, it's definitely. You probably you're right. You're right. I really can't argue with that point right there. You're right. They're not going to admit it because why? They're the good men. They can do that. <laughs> they're not going to admit yeah. that because then they have to. Then they 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 have to admit that there's a flaw in the system. You know, and then somebody mm. got in. You know, so you know that you know. That would be a breach of security, you know. So yeah, you can't. They can't. They can't make that. You know. 
fix a it breach so of it security. Yeah, they're going to try to fix it so it, it, it doesn't, you know, continually happen. And, and, and like you said, the admiral, that was just, he was just a scapegoat because, you know, he probably told them that it was some issues before. But this even happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because I guarantee you yeah. it's not the first time. I guarantee you it's not the first time it happened. Mm. It's no, just, it's not. It's, 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 I'm telling you. you know, <clears throat> see, so. They had another one. They had another one. I think it was June. May or June, they had another collision. <clears throat> another naval ship had a collision in the middle of the ocean. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, this is, yeah. Well, then <clears throat> we're going to continue you know, on here. You know, one would have to think, you know, <laughs> what's, what's really going on then? You know, you folks mm-hmm. in the U.S. Navy. You know, the best Navy <laughs> in the world, as he Yankee say. <laughs> you know, mm. so what's really going on? See, either they ain't mm. all that great. Mm. Uh, if some, if some uh-huh. folks that they look better, whether they want to admit <laughs> it or not. Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. All right, let me bring um, uh, Low back in here for a hot minute. You know, he got something he would like to add to the conversation. All right, my brother, you on the air. Go ahead. What you got for me? Well, I guess you got to wait. Okay, there you go. Oh, I'm Are sorry. Are you with me? I'm sorry. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, okay, I can hear you now. Let's go. Do what you got. All right. Real quick, man. Now, there's a lot of water out there for two ships to coincidentally collide into each other. That's a lot of water <laughs> out there for that thing to happen. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, hey, I can believe that people have sold secrets or given secrets away, but at the same time, hey, if if you have a two-way radio and, and some of these people with these, uh, what do you call them, cordless cell phones are talking, sometimes you can pick that signal up, you know, so mm. think about think about these people that have people working in fields to do things strictly of that nature. Mm-hmm. You you there to intercept information. Think about it. You go to the uh, to the ATM debit card um, machine right now, and they got that little thing on there, and you swipe your card, and that person has your information. True. You never yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's Good that's point. one way to look at it, but uh, I mean, let, let's let's be reminded that this country loves to have a lie. Hid around a whole lot of talk and a lot of jargon. So, hey, it could be one small lie, but it, the, the the media will push it, and the papers will push it, and the internet, and everybody's going to agree with that same lie. And before you know it, it's some boogeyman that did that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's what the rest of the world will true. say, right or wrong. You're right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. right. But mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to back up too far. But I just want to read something uh, in reference to um, that flag thing because, like I said, uh-huh. people have been people have been persecuted before for not standing up to idols. Um, right. I want to read this. I want to read this real quick uh, from Daniel three, and we'll start at verse one. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had made an image of gold whose height was 
okay, the height, and it's going to go down here and said, um, verse 3, when the princes, the governors, and captains, the judges, the treasurers, and counselors, and sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that he made, the king had set up, they stood before the image that he set up. Uh, then a herald cried aloud to you, it is commanded, O people, nations, and language, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music, ye shall fall down and worship the golden image that he made, right? Verse 6, and okay. whoso falleth not down and worship shall the same hour be cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. <laughs> Whoever didn't fall down to that image and worship that image was cast into uh, cast to death. This ain't new. None of this stuff is new, man. Mm-hmm. You got to stand up. Well, and I agree with that. To an, a flag. You got to stand up a pledge of allegiance to a, a, a piece of cloth of all things. And, uh, and, and some people take this so serious. That's an idol to some people, and that's exactly what I just read here out of the the, the Bible. Whoever mm. didn't do it was persecuted, just like this man said. You know what? Under that banner is so much persecution of these people. I can't stand up for that. And to think, it has to be some extreme hatred for somebody to say, "Oh, well, you know, I know that." It says, hey, there there was no refuge for a slave, and they would be hunted to the grave. But that's of no consequence. You're taking this out of context. How? How? <laughs> what would? What would let's be let's be let's be fair here. If you make one movie right now and say anything against the Holocaust, you're the worst person in the world. Right or wrong? True that. You're right. But when when we stand up and say this is outrageous, and there was uh, over a hundred million of our bodies in the ocean right now that never made it to this land, three hundred million died mm. here. Mm. But that's not a holocaust, and we're not supposed to say anything. Mm. Mm. But when we do speak up, we're going to get persecuted. Colin Kaepernick is a sacrificial lamb that uh, uh, Richard Sherman said, I, I think that's the young guy's name. He said, hey, he just, uh, boy, it's a boy stay in your place mentality. And he stepped out mm. of his place. Mm-hmm. Other football, yeah, football players said that. And, and yeah. you say that the league is made up of all these so-called black men. Well, I, I asked the question, when do you take your gonads back and say, you know what, keep your money? That's the question mm. that you asked them. All they did is breed a bunch of big bucks to play a sport. That's, they don't have any brains. They just have brawn. You go and you buy all of this stuff. Real talk, man. You go and you buy all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and those people own you. You're going to have all these. Right. You're going to have all these children, you know, and child support uh-huh. owns you. Yeah, that's true. Not to mention, let's not forget, um, half of them, once they get out, are broke within two years, a two-year time frame. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Because, see, what, what they've done was they went to the club and throwed money everywhere and bought cars, bought five or six cars at one time and bought cars for their friends and 
and big rings, the big area, all of those things. I remember when um, uh, Cam, not not Cam, uh, what is the guy? Uh, the guy in Dallas. They shut down the whole football practice with Des Bryant because he lost the earring. <laughs> I remember that. Real talk. For real. Wow. Yes. They shut down. This mm-hmm. was just a few years ago when he first went into the league. You have no mm-hmm. sense whatsoever. I'm going to assume that uh, Colin Kaepernick has uh, uh, saved some of his money and probably invested it wisely. Of course, you're going to buy a few mm-hmm. trinkets, yes, but for the most part, not going out there and being as irresponsible as a lot of those players have, are. Well, see, that's the thing. He's not even buying He's giving his money to charities. And like I mentioned right. before, um, actually to a, a town in Africa that didn't have, was, you know, didn't have water. You know, right, so right. He he's he's doing some things with it. He's just not like I said, doing right. lip service. You know, he's actually right. actions. Making his actions, right. you know, right. making it things happen. Right. And that's so, good. That's good. And you would wish that yeah. there would be more, but there can't be. There 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 won't be because the vast majority don't have the money that people think they have. That's true. That is so true. That is so true. So you know, I, I just wanted to read between, that, man. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All right, thanks. Um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Between, fam- Most of them between family and friends, you know, that, that that's, you know, they, they, eat, they run through some money now. You know, the same ones that have been paying their own bills before you made it to the league, you get to the league. And these stories these guys have told, you know, you get to the league all of a sudden, pay their own electricity bill, you know, or, or – they need a new car because this one just don't, you know. And the guys, you know, when especially with his family and friends, you know, you don't want they, they don't want to be viewed as you know uh, tightwad. So yeah, before you know it, their money their money's gone. And what's going on? The family and friends that were asking, they they can't help you because they didn't have any money to start with. So you know, those are some things that um, <laughs> did I just do that? Those are some things you know that you have to um, pay attention to. But we got like 12 minutes, yeah, about 12 minutes left. Um, before we get out of here, here's something that I found, and I, I say, boy, is that not hypocritical? Congress, listen to what I'm about to say now, Congress wants to check Saudi Arabian school books for things that encourage intolerance and violence against the other. All right? Now, they want to check the school books of Saudi, the country of Saudi Arabia, all right, to see if there's anything in there that says anything negatively about attacking somebody, and you know who really they're talking about. Now, here's my thing on this. Why do you want to check somebody else's textbooks when your own, the ones in your country not even right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But you want to go all the way overseas, uh, uh to check somebody else's. That makes no sense whatsoever. See, and that's our problem. We always, This country wants to always get into somebody else's business. Who cares what's in their textbooks? You still taking things and rewording things in, in the textbooks here in this country, that's not true. You know, make it more politically correct. You know, like this one example I saw where all of a sudden <laughs> slaves, they weren't slaves anymore. They were considered immigrants. And they they migrated to this. What a bunch of bull crap is that? You know, you know what I mean. But now you want to go overseas, 
check somebody else's textbook. That makes no sense to me. Why are you even? I don't even know why they even trying that. If I started raping country, I would tell them jump in the river and drown yourself. You know, I really would, cause they're just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um, I think Joe want to say something real fast. Let me see if I can get Joe in. Okay, Joe, are you there? Wait I just want to say, okay. yeah, I just want to say, preach on, Pastor Low. How are you, Low? Oh, see, they, there you there go. I don't know why you. Yeah. Well, I haven't talked to him anyway. in a long time. Anyway, yeah, he's not responding. No problem. Um, yeah, yes, now, right. <laughs> you're talking about the collisions mm-hmm. at sea. Uh-huh. That was a result of a cyber attack, Congress thinks. Yeah, Either by China that's or what by I Russia. say. Huh? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Because you have to wonder what happened to the radar, what happened to the sonar, why do these huge battleships were supposedly endowed with all the technological and um, advancements they're supposed to have? How do they uh, crash into these particular ships? And people think yeah, mm-hmm. cyber attacks. Did you know also? You didn't bring this up, but did you know that um, Kim Jong Un or whatever his name is, uh, the North Korean uh, leader? Did you know that? Yeah. In the news recently has been that missile that flew over Japan. That's not the first time. That's the third time that's been done, I think, in about four years, if I remember correctly. Well, Joe, you know what? And, you know, I thought about that. I really did. I say, look, where are the pictures at? Where's the proof that they did it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You mean tell me there's a missile flying over and nobody took a picture of it? And, and you know, really? yeah, well, and, that's, and, that, and, yeah, that's as a good happy point. as ha- photo happy people are today. You mean nobody whipped out a phone and, and started snapping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well, you know the so, government. You know I mean, Mr. Smith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, even if it did happen, you know, I want to see. You know, I want to see some proof because yeah, we we already know you you can't trust what these folks say. You know, they've been picking at North Korea. They've been picking at Iraq, Iran, uh, you know, Russia and China. They've yeah. been picking all of them, you know. But it, let's be honest. It, 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 at the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna do nothing. They gonna do a thing on thing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know you what. Know, I don't know what the best decision would be. If to do nothing. I mean, let's be honest. With, what? Huh? What can we get out of North Korea? Really? Not a dang on thing. Well, to stop to stop they the guy nothing. from to stop the guy from uh, launching the ICBMs towards us, that would be the one thing oh, that we well. want out of it. But at the same time, well, be you, you know, say, Joe, mm-hmm. here's 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 my theory on that. You can't stop anybody that don't mind dying. See, well, that's point. why the yeah, that's that's why the situation yeah. is as you know is as complicated <laughs> as it is. First off. If, it were, if they were surrounded by anybody else but China and Russia, um, the United States government might have invaded them by now. But you, you can't poke the bear. You can't poke China, and you can't poke Russia. Now, China has been trying in their own meager way to try to influence North Korea, but they're not succeeding. So what are you going to do, yeah. like you said, with a guy that doesn't mind dying? This guy... Some people say he's mentally ill. Other people say he's rational. 
Now, I don't know, because I don't know what to believe in the news, because the news is all a bunch of fake news, lies, and crap. So, I don't know. Well, well, you know, from someone who's been over in South Korea and looked over into North Korea, mm. um, I think it's, it's more like Saddam was doing. You know, it's just a bunch of posturing. You know mm. what I mean? It, it really is. And honestly speaking, you know, it's a very strange situation because a lot of the families in the north have family members in the south. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. And vice versa. So, you know, that 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 was making such a unique um, situation over there. But honestly, I, I think it's a bunch of posturing as we already do, uh, as they always do, to um, distract us from something else that they really trying to go after. Um yeah, but you know, nobody else who's posted over the years, not Gaddafi, not Hussein, they didn't have nuclear weapons. This idiot does. Even yeah. China and Russia, they well, know better than to, than to uh, do saber Well, see, see and the only reason why they have nuclear weapons is because of Russia and what Russia did with, with that virus Sputnik. I think that's what it is. But I had Sputnik. I had to look it up again. The virus that was actually... Uh, ruin, you know, breaking all their nuclear heads, you know, inside mm-hmm. until Russia decided they didn't want to wait on the United States to um, upgrade what they were doing, and they tried to issue do one on their own, and that's when it hit everybody else's um, network and, and went worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but actually, there's there there is talking going on behind the scenes. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, right. that's like that's like Congress, you know, Republicans and, and the Democrats. You know, they get in front of the, the television and they fight and scream at each other. You know, once the the, the the camera goes off, you know, they somewhere drinking together. Like, yeah, man, that was a good show today. Yeah, man. Next time I'm going to let you get the best of me, okay? You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, that's it's Jesse a bunch Ventura of posture and everything. No, that's huh? you know, Jesse Ventura said Congress is nothing more than just a WWE. They'll put on that, yeah. that big show. And then after the cameras were mm-hmm. off, they're off, you know, having a drink together, strategizing about how they're going to fool the American people. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, we fall for it every day on time. Every time. But, um, mm-hmm. all right, so I got somebody else yeah. want to get into conversation. Okay. Huh? <laughs> all right. All right, y'all, we got about three minutes left in live airtime, and I think we will go over time just a little bit. So if you're not on the phones, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. Hey, Sister Ngoni, I see you. How you doing? All right. Uh, let's see. Let's keep popping on me. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Miss Lady, and I have to get off in like two minutes. I just wanted to say welcome back. I don't know where everybody been. I guess Pianchi been out there building bridges and roads and in Wales, I guess, and I guess I don't know what Joe's been doing, but uh, I just wanted to say hello, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I've been listening about okay. ten minutes. I've been busy. Mhm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, thank you, <laughs> and glad to be welcome <laughs> okay. back to you as well. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So. North Korea, yeah. I, I really believe that's a, a bunch of 
bull crap going on. But uh, we'll see. Um, P. Ross, you got anything you want to add anything to that before I move on here? No. Talk? No, go ahead. Okay. All right. So during the president's speech last week, he said um, he's considering shut down the government if he doesn't get the money to build his wall between Mexico and United States. Um, but if I remember correctly, during his campaign, he kept saying Mexico was going to build the wall, was going to pay for the wall. Isn't that what this man kept saying? Um, that well, the Mexican government said, no, we told you before, we're going to tell you again, we're not building anything. We ain't paying for nothing, nothing. And, you know, it was so funny because Mexican says, <laughs> the Mexican government, <laughs> they tickled me. Because they went on to say that um, that the so-called crime on the border is a shared problem between the United States and Mexico. He said, because basically the United States has a demand for Mexican narcotics. So in other words, you rich people keep asking for our drugs, so we keep sending. Remember I told y'all, I don't know if y'all remember, I, I mentioned this one time before. This is a a, a collaboration. Between the United States and, and, and Mexico, Mexico, all right. As far as drugs go, all right. So much drugs will be allowed in the United States. I don't care if you build a wall that's 800 feet tall. Drugs gonna get in the United States from Mexico because it's a collaboration. It is. It's a collaboration there. Now, when you see these, when you see these great, great drug busts where we we got um we found so many dozen and so forth. They've been tipped off to that. They already know it's coming in, so they're going to you know, make it seem like we made this big, but we really got a war on drugs. No, we do not have a war on drugs. We don't. They allow those drugs to come in purposely, okay, purposely. Now, <laughs> what do we have a war on? We have a war on the citizens of the United States of crookedness. That's what we have a war on, okay, because – the, the basic thinking is the United States citizen is not smart enough to figure out what the heck we doing. So if we keep yelling, we're going to build a wall, we're going to build a wall, I'm going to shut down the government if we don't, we don't get my money. So where's this money going to come from? United States broke. And how come, yeah, I said how come, how come you can make all the money you want? You can print up this money. Nobody else can print any type of money in the United States, so you go to jail. But you can print all the money you want. Where's all this money coming from? We ain't got no, the United States ain't got no money. So where's it coming from? That's why the drugs are coming in. Okay? And, and, and you know, when you see it, you just have to laugh. Like, I know um, a couple of last month sometime, they found some immigrants in the back of a trailer. Refrigerated trailer, all right. <laughs> that was just sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you got a whole bunch of people in the back of a trailer, refrigeration going, but nobody's got frostbite. <laughs> you know, nobody frozen. They all got up out of it all right. You know, a little amount of thing. Uh, that just don't look right. That don't look right. See, and like my co-host said, sometimes you have to look beyond the obvious, and you you really figure out some things. That that, that is for sure. 
P. Ross, I know you want some of this. What you got? <laughs> Am yeah, I making any I kind of sense here? Yeah, I know. You know, if if you if if you look at it, if, uh, since the United States was the United States, it's always had it always has been corrupt, built on a corrupt foundation, built on corrupt laws, and what's in it for me. That's basically what it is. What's in it for me? And if they got to kill somebody, exploit somebody, you know, whatever they got to do to meet whatever their objective is, then that's what they're going to do. If they got to go create weapons of mass destruction and have a whole media propaganda in order to go over there and get the oil out out of your country, then guess what? That's what they're going to do. So when we're talking about building a wall, the interest is not building a wall. They don't want a wall up for real. You know that that's going to stop the whole that that's going to stop their whole import export system. So you know they're not <laughs> trying to build the wall. It it, it it was just something to be said to stir up the mass people to cause more division within the people of the United States and say, yeah, you know, you know, it's 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 all propaganda. You know, you always want to blame the other the other person that you already in cahoots with. That you already have a collaboration with, you want to you want to blame them now to make it to make it look like you're concerned about homeland security and you don't give a fool about homeland security because when it, when it all boils down to it, whatever codes, whatever access, whatever information that they need, you've given it to them anyway. There's always a back door. Mm. So mm. you just want to make it look like your hands clean. You know, like my grandma say, you throw the rock and hide your hands. But everything is being revealed. <laughs> everything is being exposed. You know, so where are you going to run and hide then? You know, th- th- there mm. is no war on drugs. If you want a war on drugs, then look at the people who are on the plane. Look at the people who have the access to allow them to land at, at the Air Force, to allow them to come aboard in the water, in the seashore. So you know you got to look at it. you got to look at you know, you got to look at your Coast Guard, see? Not just the custom agents, but the but the lawmakers behind the customs, see? So so let's not even, you know, play the game. You know, you don't want no wall. That was just propaganda to, to meet an uh, uh, ulterior objective, hmm. whatever that may be. <laughs> I like that. Whatever that is, that's a good one. <laughs> oh my my! All right, I think I was about to run out. No, I got one more thing I want to talk about here, real quick. Um, President of the United States has pardoned former Arizona Sheriff Joe R. Whatever his name is. You know the one that started okay. started the chain gang up in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Arpeo. Uh, yeah, Arpeo, thank you. Um, he has actually pardoned that man. Now, the interesting thing about this is <laughs> he hadn't even been sentenced yet. Okay, he was found, he went to trial and was found guilty, okay? But he hadn't even been sentenced yet. But the president went ahead and, and pardoned him anyway. Now, what's disturbing about that is the point, the first point is the guy didn't even, hadn't even received the sentence. But he was pardoned already. Um, the second thing is, uh, he said this guy was a, a great guy, a great sheriff, you know, and he didn't deserve. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm looking for the, the article, y'all. That's why you hear me doing this. You know, now, and the way it was done, it was done 
Friday, last Friday, when when Hurricane Harvey was getting ready to come on shore the first time, and it was done so undercoverly, many people almost missed it. I know a lot of people probably missed it. You know, and, and like I said before, this is the guy that had prisoners walk around in, in pink uh, um, boxers, pink socks, the black and white suits. And like I said, he started, he restarted the chain gang for men and women. You know, and not to mention having them sleeping in tents, GP Larges, for my military people, you know, GP Large in the Arizona in 100 degree heat. Now, anybody know, been in the military, know. You're in the GP Large in Arizona in the heat in the middle of the day. There is no coolness, okay? <laughs> there is there is no cooling off. So, but anyway, this man um, has actually pardoned this guy, and it just shouldn't. He shouldn't have done it. I don't think it should have been done. And actually, the way it was done, it has it, a lot of people. A lot of experts, including uh, some in the Justice Department, are looking into how it's done. Because, see, I learned something um, <clears throat> actually actually re- um, researching this. There's a process that goes along with being pardoned. You know, and a lot of, a lot of the justice system are upset because this guy here, he hasn't shown any type of remorse for what he has done. And basically, uh, to sum it up real fast, he was profiling um, – uh, Hispanic individuals, his officers were. Basically what he said was, you know, if they look Hispanic, he would have them put them over and ask for papers, see if they were illegal or not. After he had been told by the federal court to stop it. And he said, whatever, it's my time, I'm doing what I want to do. Okay? So that's what he was found guilty of. And uh, like I said, he hadn't even been sentenced. He was waiting to be sentenced. And, and Knucklehead went ahead and pardoned that's about some crazy. That, see, that's how crazy things are right now. Um, and a lot of people they're upset about this. They really are. You know, like no, it shouldn't work that way. It, it it doesn't work that way. You know, some people they say you usually have to wait up to five years. Five years. That's even after being sentenced. He ain't even did that. This guy haven't has not done even that. You know, but but he's the man in charge right now, so I guess it makes sense. But anyway, um, there's a federal judge that has said, "No, we're gonna review this. We're gonna review this part, and because we, no, we can't let that fly." Because basically, what they said, the president don't give a care. You know, is violating the Constitution, um, and this guy he doesn't deserve a pardon at all. You know, he's eighty something years old, so maybe that's what it is. No, wait a minute. Heck no. They don't care how old Bill Cosby is. They finna retry him. So I guess that it is different, huh? <laughs> That's different. But anyway, <laughs> we ain't gonna get on Bill Cosby. Um, that's all I got. P. Ross, you got anything for me? No, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna go there today. <laughs> oh, let's go there. We got time. Let's go. <laughs> You know, the Come point on. that you made about Bill Cosby, you know, yeah, you know, that man is, what, 70, almost 80 years old. Yeah, this man is. You know, all all Bill did was, you know, 
you know, engage some women in, 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 in to, for some of them what they wanted in the first place because they were well aware. You know, it, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that, this, that, I mean, even by her own admission, she knew. See, that's the, that's the thing. She knew. Now, granted, it may, been, it may have been some women who were truly victims, but yet again, all these years later, now you want to bring this up? What is the real motive? The man is old. Leave him alone. But again, you know, him and him and him and our pale, not the same color. So we're gonna go after mm. him for the, 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 the utmost of the law. You know, and we're not gonna stop mm. until we get him. Whereas we know our pale, you know, he was profiled and he got these people in in you know, unscrutable, you know, temperatures, you know, and, and just inhuman. Just did things that were just inhuman. You know? But yeah. we, you know, we going to pardon him, you know, because he just mm. happens to be, you know, one of ours, for lack of a, a better term, because mm. he, he just happens to be one of ours, and we just can't do that to us. Really? <laughs> really? Mm. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So, you know, that, that's why people, you know, they, you know, you need to really look and see what's going on, and, and, and everybody wants to say, and I, and I want to bring this up. Really, 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 really quick because I, I do, I just don't understand, and I just really do have a a a a a problem with 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 any person, any person of color standing mm-hmm. on the side of the mm-hmm. I mean, if, if if your skin brown like mine, and and especially if you declaring yourself a, a black. Christian leader, you know, and mm. and you can see that 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 forty five is a motivating factor for the racial divide that that it, that is going on in in this day and time. Something is wrong with you. You are clearly mm. under the spirit of deception. And then you have these these televangelists, <laughs> you know, Jim Baker, Paula White talking about if you're coming against Trump, you're coming against God. What God are you talking about? If Baal be God, then serve Baal. But if God be God, then y'all mm. wrong. And y'all certainly going there. I mean, you are, <laughs> you are you are definitely under the spirit of deception. That mm. on your lips and say that, <laughs> you know, something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. Take our country back. Okay, it wasn't your country in the first world. In the first place, it was a country that you stole from the people that was already here. Make our country great again. Mm. It was never great without the people who came here and taught y'all to do the stuff that y'all learned how to do, that you stole all the passions from. You people were too lazy to even work your own fields. You had to go all the way to the Caribbean and and to Africa and steal some folks to come over here to work your fields. Come on now. (laughs) So, So, you know, it makes one sit back and wonder when 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 people want to get on 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 the side of this man, getting still, when President Obama was in the White House, we didn't have this going on, you know. Even though he didn't do much for either side, either or, but just had kind of held things together in a standstill, you know. But he was the Antichrist. Now they want to say this man who causes all this division, you know, and all this hatred that. He's sent by God. I want to know what God. You know, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you know, y'all put it all out there. I told you I didn't want to go there, but see, you, you know. 
Yeah, I just want to go. Oh, you got to go there. You can't keep running from it. You got to go there. You got to go there. <laughs> He's the god of the fiat. Yeah, I want huh? to know. No, it might be Baphomet. Mm-hmm. Hey, who knows? See, you know. I don't know who they serve. But it's not the Almighty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, I'm going to give you all a chance to get your last words in, Maze and Joe. You know, anybody else want to get some words in? Now it's the time to hit one on the keyboard because we're going to do this thing. We're going to start with Maze. All right, Maze, all right. are you still with me? Yes, I am. All right, give me your last word. My last word is Kaepernick and the people that's doing what they're doing. He's not a slave. He's there to play ball, and he has his jerseys and all of his whatever that's making money, too. And uh, the people that purchase cars from those people that own the team, if they didn't do it, they wouldn't have nothing. So if they all sit back and stop helping them produce money, they won't have no money. And what they did to him, they blocked him all. Them. They tried to say they didn't. And we all know what they did just because he took a knee. And he don't want to bow to a flag because of what's going on. They don't talk about why he bowed. They always say he bowed against the flag. But, no, he just he bowed against what's happening to people in this country. And he don't like it. He had an opportunity. But you had one bow. What's his name? Uh, the one that they think is the greatest football player that ever was. Uh, Tebow or whatever his Jim name. Brown? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tebow. Yeah, Tebow. When he bowed, they didn't say anything. When he bowed on his knee, they don't say nothing. But then one other mm. one can bow, yeah. and they got a whole lot to say. So you have to watch the madness mm. that they have and think people believe, but everybody don't fall for that trick. And then come with the other three, mm. the one that went to jail for the dog, he needs to sit down and shut up and be quiet. Yeah, Michael Vick, just dancing <laughs> for the money. Yep. Everybody don't dance for the money. <laughs> Right. They don't want dirty money. So Kaepernick, he's mm. going to be okay. Regardless if he never played another day of football in his life, he was good at what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And the one that's telling his parents not to bow, if they want to, they can. And what would he do if they all walked off and he couldn't make no money? Because the one about mm. the jerseys, the shoes, or whatever, their name's on. You might not even have to go to the stand, but you're still participating. So that's who they have to watch out for. Because it'll be a whole lot of money lost oh. from a bar cart, from the things that they think that they can make money from. And with that, Mr. Talk. It's true. Yes. And then you had, when mm-hmm. you were saying that this 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 mess keep on saber-rattling about going over to some other country doing this to doing that, it's all saber-rattling, and you were right about that. Mm. And it's like well, I said, when, 40, when 45 got in office, all we were going to hear was, now you're they building uh, what kind of bomb shelters and all this crazy mess. Didn't I say that was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, you did mention <laughs> that. One thing, one thing, all of this water that came through Texas, their guns couldn't save them, and none of this stuff can save them. And look at them now. Mm. <laughs> and it's all happening for a reason. Mm. Yeah, and they all don't have And they don't want to, they always they don't want a handout, but who's begging? <laughs> all talking some of the same ones said we don't want we stop begging from the government. Some of the same ones down there screaming for it now. Mm. So now they see how I feel. Wow. <laughs> Good point. Mate. Say, Good nature, point. When nature takes its course, you just sit back and relax mm-hmm. and enjoy the music. Have a good one. Mm. 
You too, Mace. <laughs> Ooh, oh my. All right, Joe, where you at? Yeah. Are you still on Mondays and Fridays or are you on any other yes, days? Yes, I am. Or what? Mondays I'm and Fridays? I'm still on Monday. Okay. Mondays and Fridays. All right, so I might see you Monday. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, did you know that Trump was responsible for the hurricane? Because everybody's blaming Trump for everything. He's, eh, he's responsible for the hurricane, the 15 trillion gallons of water that uh, got dumped in Houston, all of that. Yeah. So one of these days I might debate some of the, uh, <laughs> the people who are blaming Trump. Okay. Yeah. I, I take it. I take it. That was a bit of sarcasm there. Oh okay. yeah, a little bit of that. A little bit of sarcasm. You know me. A little bit of sarcasm. Just a little bit. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll see well, you on I Monday. Mean, What's the topic going to be on Monday? Do you know? I don't know. Nope. Not yet. Okay. I have no idea right now. Right. Show up well, and find out. All right. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Man. All right, Joe. You too. Take it easy. All right. Last but not least. My co-host, the one and only P. Ross. What you got for me real fast here? Um, just 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 real 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 quick. You know, we, we, we talk about a lot of things and we talk about these issues and we talk about these people who perpetuate um, you know, this 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 for lack of a better word, is just the truth. This um spirit of hate. You know, because it's the one thing you 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 have to the one thing you have to realize is this right here. It's only it's only what it's only what in you that already comes out. So, for people to say that, oh well, you know, And you don't demonstrate that, then you utterly are already utterly you are utterly deceived so that that being said, we have to be aware and and we really have to 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 watch who we're listening to and what we're taking in, lest we be deceived by the words and by the sleight of hands of what men say and not what God says. Yes, ma'am. That's it. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's that about, you know, that about Kelly. That about. <laughs> okay. I was like, hey, I was selling in, man. I'm, I'm ready to get ready. <laughs> all right. You told me to make it short, so I, you know, that's what I did. <laughs> All right. I did say that, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, talk to you later. <laughs> later. All, All right. right. My last words. And, you know, it's something I've been thinking about, you know, over the course of this week. You know, looking back on Charlottesville, the, the nonsense that went on down there, Right. I'm 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 really reflected on that, but then I think about what what is going on right now in Houston, where whites rescuing blacks, blacks rescuing white from all over, all over the place, 
you know, and, and a lot of times I, I used to say there is no hope, but that shows me there is hope. It's not as bad as we're being led to believe. Now, I'm not saying that there are not those that are just, you know, down in the right, you know, just don't like you, don't like anybody that's not like them. I'm not saying that. But I, from what I'm seeing, there's more out there that's willing to help regardless of what your skin color is, what your religion is. It, it doesn't matter when it's time. You know, and, and the, the, it's the same comparison I use for, for the, the sporting event. Now, some of them same people that was in Charlottesville yelling and screaming at each other, now they're working together to save lives. Or they, they're rooting for the same team, sitting side by side. There's no animosity. I can care less. We we room for the same team, high-fiving each other, you know, what have you. You look at that, and something comes to mind that that's really disturbing, and this is it. Events such as Charlottesville, they are put on for our entertainment. Yes, I said it. They are put on for our entertainment. You know, there was a um, a video out. Remember when Trump was running for for the presidency, his candidacy, and the black girl was in the middle of all these white guys, and they were pushing her, and she, and she was just walking, just smiling. Yeah, that was put on for our entertainment as well. And it's all done to to be a distraction. To make you think things are really uh, worse than what they really are. So there is hope. There is hope. There is love. But, as my co-host said, you got to be careful who you listen to, who you're following behind. Because some of these folk out here, they'll lead you down the road of destruction that it's hard to come back from. But the bottom line is, there is hope, and hopefully, it'll stay that way. It'll stay that way. All right, all right, y'all. That's gonna do it for me. I'm gonna get up out of here. Y'all know my night Friday night bowling. I got to get it on. Um, <laughs> we will be back um, Monday. We have taken care of these issues that Blog Talk was throwing at us. You know, I'm just gonna leave that alone. Um, but. We'll be back Friday with another show for you. Hope to see everybody. You have a great weekend. Um, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. Yeah, it is, man. I want to thank Tahaka for stopping by. Guest 900, Pianki. Uh, thank you. Uh, Maze, Joe, um, Lowe. Sister Angoni, Miss Lady, uh, anybody else I may have missed, um, you know, thank you, because I really appreciate you you stopping by. I know we've been off the air in a while. Um, and, and the website is up again, and it's running, and we are uh, changing it. You know, we, we, we're keeping it updated now. So if you want to go and check that out, that's ericletstalk.com. See, simple, ericletstalk.com. All right, you can stop by there. And you know, you leave even got a place where you um um leave a message. You know, if you got anything you want. All right, 
So, Monday, y'all. Monday. See y'all back here. We um, be here 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, for my co-host, P. Ross. Y'all have a good weekend. Be safe. Show love to somebody, all right? And we're going to take you out of here with some Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes featuring that man called Teddy Pendergrass. Wake up, everybody. See y'all Monday. Have a good one. We out of here.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.